Hawley, we are here on Monday night waiting for Doss. Late two weeks in a row after the fuss that he kicked up when Offici- you were Officially late. 10 minutes late now. Mm, yeah, mm. this is... Um, I mean, we're not even using this as Instagram content. This is just a genuine spanner in the works. I'm, I'm annoyed. Mm. The king, you look annoyed. The king is annoyed. Now, you are wearing the gift that Matt I got am? you a couple of weeks ago, so you yes. can't be that annoyed. It's a little bit small. It is a little small. It makes right. your forearms look massive. <laughs> now, while we're waiting for Doss, I think you hear him coming up the stairs, actually. But this is just a very quick promo for the King's Christmas message, which is dropping on Christmas Eve, our non-NFL episode. Oh, here he is. <laughs> the Doss. Doss. Only 10 say, minutes late, big fella. Say hello. Well, <laughs> you know. We're just work, talking about the, so King's, yeah. the King's Christmas message on oh, Friday. Yeah. yeah, dropping Christmas Eve. Um, just a very casual non-NFL episode. So... I mean, Hawley, you'll have some wisdom for the people, uh, a bit of, I guess, goodwill going into the new year and some inspiration and we'll all talk about some things we've learned, some of the more important questions in life uh, and, yeah, as I said, nothing really to do with the NFL. So uh, if you just want something different, listen to that. What do you reckon, Holly? I'm pretty excited for it. I think it'll be my favourite episode of the year. I think it will be too. This, is the, one, we'll... this is the one I've been looking forward to because I don't have to do any research for this. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, I think we're, if this goes well, we'll just abandon this podcast and start a new one. <laughs> that's a good idea. Can we call it The King? We can call it The King's Speech. The King's Speech. That may have been, actually, that's taken already. Yeah, just <laughs> stick with The King. The King and his cronies. King coming Chris. soon King to Chris. a podcast outlet near you. Nobody has left. I mean, the place is still absolutely full. Well, they've been waiting too long for this to leave. I mean, you don't wait. All those years, all this time, and then finally get it and then leave early. They're going to stay. The players won't even want to leave the field. That's going to be it. Let's run the five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal. Pass is Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Outback Quarterback for another week. <laughs> What's of- to make QB? What do you reckon? <laughs> that, the noise you hear clunking into your brain is Matt Maidman trying to figure out how to fasten his pop shield to his microphone stand. How have you gone there, Doss? All good. <laughs> Done. <laughs> it looks good. Seamless. You're good? Don't move it. Uh- yeah, no, all good. I just don't want it to explode off and hit me in the face <laughs> like it did. <laughs> We're going to take one more take of that just to make sure it's all right. If this just perfectly flows on into the rest of the intro, then you know that when I heard it back, the Pop Shield stuff was funny and not too grating. (laughs) All right? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Outback Quarterback podcast for another week. Beautiful Tuesday. I am here with Chris Hall and Matt Maben. I'm Curtis Deboy, your QB2. Chris Hall, QB3, due to some uh, some antics on the weekend that we'll get into. And Matt Maidman oh, retains, retains the crown as QB1. Uh, now, look, far the more important... Top business time of the season, I too. About, I forgot about that. Yes, I'm sure you did. <laughs> now, let's just um, tick off some housekeeping very, very quickly. The World Cup final happened overnight, uh, well, two nights ago, by the time you're listening to this. Argentina are the champions. If that's a spoiler to you, well, then too bad. You've got to catch up with things like the World Cup final within 24 hours at least. Um, but the point I wanted to make here is that I love soccer. I always have. I've been a big fan of it. I watch a lot of it. I actually didn't get up for the World Cup final, but I did get up for week 15 of the NFL. Now, did you do the same, Doss? Yep. 
Correct. I didn't get up at one thirty to watch no, the World Cup no. final. That's what people are asking me. Oh, my, oh, did my, you get up early? Did you get up and watch the World Cup? Yeah. No, but I got up at uh, six a.m. for Red Zone though. <laughs> my, my apprentice got up at one thirty to watch the game. Oh, I thought you were making him work then. <laughs> oh, he went back to bed at five thirty and then rocked up this morning like he was hungover. How was his performance today? Oh, I, he he went home early. I sent him home at one o'clock. <laughs> falling asleep. Really? I was like, thanks, Will. Is this a verbal warning? No, I need him. So there's no punishment coming? There's absolutely no punishment. Okay. I need everyone I can get at the moment. <laughs> Runs a tight ship. <laughs> I want to plug the business while we're at it. Hall painting and building. If you need something painted, let me know, fellas. Yeah, great Instagram page that only becomes active when they need to vote, vote for Hawley in our polls. Yeah. Um, but, yes, very strong social media presence. Now, the World Cup, if you told me four years ago that I would be getting up for NFL instead of the World Cup, I would have said that you were crazy. But such is our commitment to the people who listen to the Outback Quarterback Podcast. We need to be prepared, we need to be fresh, and we have both of those things tonight. However, on the weekend, Hawley, you weren't your freshest. You had two weddings. Two weddings. Which seemed to go for about 10 hours each, judging by the (laughs) influx coming to our uh, WhatsApp group. But there was one thing you did on the weekend. We had some polls up on our Instagram page, which get a lot of interaction. We had 200-plus votes, again, on pretty much all of these, which is just fantastic. I put them up, contender, pretender. All the teams that are still in the mix with a possibility to make playoffs and win the Super Bowl or whatever, contender or pretender, got the people to vote. And then, just popping up at the end of those 18 or 19 little uh, posts, was a very different poll. Chris Hall, do you want to explain what that poll was? You say I don't contribute enough to Instagram. So I thought, (laughs) hey, you know what? Better late than never. I might as well start putting something out there. (laughs) So what did you put out? I said said it was Friday night, wasn't it? Yeah. I uh, got one of the boys to take a photo and I was like, what do you reckon, hot or not on the Instagram? Because we're talking about um, NFL and stuff and they're like, yeah, do it. So I was like, oh, all right, I'll do it. And now, well, to, good news and bad news for you out of that. The good news was 70% voted hot. So well done. Yeah. You're, you're, does that mean you're a seven? <laughs> uh, I'll take a seven. Yeah. yeah. Most of us would take a seven. I think I'd be happy it, with if, a seven. If people called us Seven's a seven. solid. Yeah, yeah. If you, like that, that, that's what I was trying to say, not... We wouldn't take a seven. But if, if somebody <laughs> said you're a seven, would you take it or would you hold out and go, no, 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 I reckon some people think Depends how know. I was looking because I was mm. I was dressed up. So that's a, a peak seven. Fresh haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't. Mm. That's probably the best I've got. That said, though, a lot of those, <laughs> a lot of the no votes were me and Doss and some of your, your mates. Actually, I didn't get on whole painting and buildings Instagram to vote for it. <laughs> I'll give it a pump up. Damn. Nudge it to that would have been seven and a half. 71%. And to be quite honest... Not many of the no votes were female. So it's not, don't, it's not But surprising. also, there's not many female followers <laughs> of our page, so I don't really know what this says about you. Uh, but that's the good news. Seven out of ten thought you were pretty hot. Thanks. Bad news is, have you had any trouble logging into the Instagram over the last few days? Uh, he probably hasn't tried, Curtis. <laughs> I tried yesterday. I, I think Did I, you get in? Oh, I'll quickly check. Did you change the password? I log- changed the password on you. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I changed it. We didn't tell you. After you put the poll up, we changed the password. Oh, no, it logged me straight back in after that. Really? Yeah. So much for security. We were, I was worried you were going to go absolutely rogue. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> like, I was drunk, but uh, semi-level-headed. I didn't know what picture was going to come next. Kurt was very... Uh, You're very worried. Nervous, so would be a good way to put it. Uh, I've never Chris. posted anything on there. I'm not going to all of a sudden put an influx of myself on there. Well, I went offline to DOS. We took it offline. We had a chat. <laughs> I did have a wedding the next day. I considered putting another one up, but... 
Well, I maybe we can, for the end of the year, we can, um, you know how you used to do it like a photo a day on Facebook? People would put one photo every day. Maybe we can get the 365 hottest photos of you this year <laughs> and just get everyone to rate every single one of them. I'm okay with Happy that. Happy with that? Doss, keen on that? If it hits oh. above 70%. Well, if it uh, brings in an influx of new followers, we'll see how we go. We didn't screenshot who liked it, did we? Who voted, yes? Just out uh, of interest. No, but I can indulge your vanity after the show because I do have the records Beautiful. on Instagram. Let's have a look. So, um, <laughs> I'll tell Kathy I'll be home late tonight because that's what we're doing. All right, we'll be back. Are we having an earthquake? I feel like there's a what bit of rumbling this? going on uh, within the foundations well, of Clugger Serena. At about... Well, are we allowed to? What time are we doing this podcast? Tuesday morning, live as <laughs> always. Morning. About half an hour before the podcast started, <laughs> the fellas were still working outside because they're building two new houses across the road. And it's so, late the, to be digging up the road, isn't it? For uh, Tuesday morning, it is a bit late. Yeah. Yes. Well, whatever time it is. Mm. Um, but I was I was getting worried because they looked like they had a little bit to go, and to reopen the road, I figured they'd want to get it to a standard level. And I was like, they've still got an hour, but oh, you know. Council workers packed up right on the dot at 4.30, fellas, so we were safe. <laughs> All right, figure out that time warp, listeners, <laughs> if you can get your head around that. We're going to get straight into game reviews. What a week of NFL football, gentlemen. We've got one more game to go tomorrow. That's the Packers and the Rams. Fairly irrelevant in the scheme of things. Let's get into the ones that are relevant. No buys. We'll start with the 49ers beating the Seahawks. On Thursday Night Football, Matt Maidman, 21-13 to 13 was the 49ers' victory margin. They did, and Curtis, uh, your boy Geno Smith, just couldn't get it done for the uh, Seahawks. But Brock Purdy, Mr. Relevant, he uh, did get it done. Looked all right. He's doing enough with the weapons he has around him. Kittle, McCaffrey had a big game, Jennings and Ayuk. But Kyle Shanahan is coaching very well at the moment. One of the best defensive play callers in the game. And it's showing with how he's using Brock Purdy and, and the offense that they're running there. Christian McCaffrey was excellent. Uh, Hawley, again, your your, your man there. 100 yards on the ground. That nine is defense, though. Nick Bosa, who I had as my defensive player of the year and I think is sack leader. 15 and a half sacks after 13 games, mm-hmm. Curtis. That's his equal, uh, what he did in 17 games last season. 38, Cuba, uh, 38 quarterback hits. He's my defensive player of the year at the moment. And the Niners have clinched 10 yep. and 4. NFC West, they're looking good for a big matchup with the Eagles in the NFC Championship game down the track. Can uh, Big Brock take him to the Super Bowl, Doss? I tell you what, he can take him to the NFC Championship game at the moment. I'm seeing, I don't know whether they can go through Philadelphia in the cold, but they're looking, they're looking Come all on, right. Come on, Purds. Big Purds. Colts and Vikings. What a game this was. Literally the greatest comeback in NFL history. The Vikings won at 39 to 36, but at halftime the Colts were leading 33 to 0. This is aside the Vikings that were 10 and 3 going into this game and are now 11 and 3. They were trailing 33-0, but does it feel like an accomplishment? Not really, because they should never should have been down that much at home to the very poor Indianapolis Colts. So how did it happen? So they worked their way back into a result that started to feel strangely inevitable despite the circumstances. They were down eight points with two minutes to go. Then Dalvin Cook ripped off a dazzling 64-yard touchdown uh, reception in one of the most pathetic defensive efforts I've ever seen. Go back and watch that replay and see the guys that were chasing him. They stopped, started again, stopped, started 
started again, missed about four tackles, and it looked like a great highlight, but it was really just terrible defense from Indianapolis. They didn't want it. Uh, there was a two-point conversion to Hawkinson that made it 36 each, leading into a very underwhelming overtime in which the kicker Greg, Greg Joseph sealed the deal late. KJ Osborne dots 157 yards and a touchdown. Huge game from him and a massive game for the Vikings who seal their division. Ravens and Browns, Chris Hall. You got cracker of a game here. Good Browns one. 13, Ravens 3. Uh, give us about seven seconds. Well, the the positive uh, of the game, or well, probably for the Ravens, was J.K. Dobbins seems healthy. 125 yards on 13 carries. Mm. Thanks for coming. He's back. Um, they need, I mean, they need Lamar, but at the same time, I think Lamar's last five or six weeks haven't been that spectacular anyway. He's been he's been reasonable without being outstanding. Um Three points isn't going to get it done, to no. be honest. Very so, rarely does. No. In fact, I would hazard a guess to say it's never they, going to They done. could have had nine points, but someone missed two field goals. Mm. Oh, one was blocked. I one was blocked, it. but he missed one. But maybe maybe he's losing his touch a little bit. Justin Tucker, yeah. it's uh, The run is over. The, the immortal Justin Tucker can <laughs> miss field goals. That dog going mental yet again in the background as the Eagles beat the Bears 25-20, to 20, Matt Maven. They didn't have it all their own way. They didn't. Hurts, not a great game passing, but three touchdowns on the rush. Uh, and the Bears' defense, they brought a lot of heat, um, forcing, uh, forcing a few turnovers. Philly today... Uh, fields over a thousand rushing yards this season, so we give him a little pat on the back there for that. Only the third QB to ever do that. Yes, well done. AJ Brown, 181 yards receiving. Devonda Smith, 126 yards receiving. Neither of them had a touchdown though, but looked very good. That Eagles defense continues to be a, a force to be reckoned with six sacks and nine tackles for a loss today. Uh, they got to her, uh, field, sorry, very easily. Hassan Reddick, underrated defender, and Josh Sweat stepping up, TJ Edwards and Kevon Wallace really leading that Eagles defense at the moment. I saw the Bills and the Dolphins in Buffalo. A snowstorm in the last quarter. Bills got it done 32-29. to 29. Big games from Raheem Mostert and Jalen Waddle for the Dolphins. 270 yards between them. Wasn't enough to stop a rampaging Josh Allen on his way to 304 yards and four TDs in a big divisional win. It seals Buffalo's playoff spot, but not the division title just yet. Dolphins, they were gutsy, but ultimately, holy, that's three losses in a row. That's, that's potentially trouble. They're lucky that their division rivals and your boys, the Pats, and also the Jets, threw games away this week because... Those teams are only one win away from knocking Miami out of the playoffs. Miami going to hold on or what? Miami are a chance. There should be more. They, I mean, they're, sev- they're sitting oh, in the playoffs. Oh, so you're saying they're locked in for playoffs? No, I'm saying are they going to hold on to their playoff spot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they will. Okay. Yep. Well, that was easy. Yeah. You watch Cardinals <laughs> and Broncos. Uh, the least interesting game of the week, maybe? Broncos uh, 24. That was Cardinals close. Ravens, Ravens and Browns oh, yeah, is pretty true. good. Um, <laughs> you got a great bunch of games this week. Russell Wilson. Don't worry about him. We got <laughs> Riffin as the man. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Neither of them are any good. Mm. Um, one thing the Broncos need, though, is a bit of consistency on the offensive line. I think they let in... Um, the second half was better. They only had one sack, but six sacks in the first half. Curtis, you know, that's going to make it tough for any quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't do much of that. Uh, Latavius Murray had a nice game, 142 yeah. yards from scrimmage and, and a TD. And Jerry Judy, now uh, he's finding his feet a little bit. I think he was seven for 70 yards or something like that. But After three da- touchdowns last week? After three touchdowns last week. Very good game. Uh, Arizona Cardinals look like they'll have a pretty early draft pick this year. And so I don't know what they'll do with it. Maybe they'll, they'll look for another weapon for Kyler. Someone to go along with DeAndre Hopkins. Big wide receiver. Might be too early for that though. Top five. Yeah, they've got a few holes to fill in Arizona. The Lions and the Jets 
played off in a massive game, massive consequences. And Matt Maidman, it was the Lions who got it done 20-17 to 17 over the Jets. Well, the Lions have won six of their last seven and that one loss was the Thanksgiving game to the Bills where yep. they are three points at home. They are running hot right now. I don't think anyone wants to play the Detroit Lions at the moment. I can see them winning out. They've got the Panthers, Bears and Packers to come. I reckon they can go 10-7 and seven and get a wild card spot <laughs> in the NFC. Who would have thought Jared Goff versus Brock Purdy in the <laughs> NFC Championship Goff, game? Goff is playing consistent as well. He's not turning the ball over. Fourth and one play today. Everyone thought they were going to go to Swift or uh, hand off to Jamal Williams. But no, they threw it wide. Tight end uh, Brock Wright with a 51-yarder, which put him in, in front. Uh, the Lions sacked Zach Wilson, who came back in today. They got to him four times today and kept the Jets' uh, run game to only 50 yards. And Zach Wilson was back in, but he looked very shaky. Completed 50% of his passes. couple of nice throws, but then yeah. some vintage Zach Wilson throws, interceptions, overthrows down at the feet. And the only bright spot, Curtis, for the Jets was that Garrett Wilson, once again, looks like they've got an excellent receiver there. He's going to be special once they get a good quarterback that can fully utilise his potential. The Wilson-to-Wilson connection worked in a couple of big spots late, but you're right, yeah. the, the pick that Zach Wilson threw was typical Zach Wilson, and every time there's a highlight, there's then two steps back Correct. With, with a low light. I had a look at the Steelers and the Panthers in a game that, well, I mean, it was so big for the Panthers to stay in it, and they blew it. They lo- they lose 24-16 to 16 at home to the Steelers. Steelers ran for three touchdowns. The Panthers ran for 21 yards total. The whole team. Their leading rusher had 10 yards. That was that was Tuba Hubbard. Second leading was uh, Foreman, who had 10 rushes for We've been pumping up. He'd been playing okay recently. He had the, been the, playing the well. Carolina but that, run game had been all right. They were completely the stuffed today. That uh, There was also a strong game from the Pittsburgh defensive end, Cam Haywood, one and a half sacks. Yeah. That was the difference as Mitch Trubisky gets the win in Kenny Pickett's absence with concussion. And the NFC South continues to be a hot potato that nobody really wants. Speaking of NFC South, Holy, the Falcons and the Saints. Uh, third the Saints game. are back in it. They won 21 <laughs> to the Falcons 18. What's going on? The third game of the week that I had this week. Um... <laughs> Well, you got to get in early, man. <laughs> You're always the last to pick. Well, mate, it was it was Ritter's, Ritter's debut, and he threw for a whopping 97 yards, boys, 70 of which went to Drake London. So you probably don't want to be a Atlanta wide receiver or tight end at the moment. But the Atlanta run game was very handy. 231 yards or almost six yards of carry. My boy Tyler had a game high, 139 and a TD. It'll be interesting to see what happens next year with the draft or the year after, whether or not they look at Tyler and think, is he a three down back where they got Cordarell? Do they go with a, you know, two or three kind of backfield? But, I mean, he's showing signs that he's decent, so hopefully they give him a crack and... They shouldn't be thinking about that right now, though. What they should be thinking about is how they've blown or continue to blow their opportunity to win a division that is there for the taking. If they win this, the Bucks lost. I, I mean, know. they would have been top. I don't know who wants to win it, but yeah. maybe, maybe the Saints do. Doss called it that they'll be leading the division. No, Doss ago. said clear favourite by the end of November. That was not the case. Well, maybe they are now. I mean, Andy <laughs> Dalton was reasonable today. There you go. He, did what he, he did what he had to do, but I can't see, even if they make the playoffs, I can't see them making a dent. Like, what's the point in What's the point in them? <laughs> in like, the whole NFC South. Yeah, this is. I mean, you put the Bucks in there just because they got Tom, and you think, well, Tom in the playoffs. He's the can, only hope. Yeah, he can do something. Yeah. But I, I can't see Atlanta or New Orleans Saints beating anyone. All right. Speaking of beating, the Chiefs only just beat the Texans. Chiefs thirty, Texans twenty-four in Houston. How do the Texans take the Chiefs to overtime despite having only two hundred and nineteen yards to Casey's five hundred and two? Only 3.8 yards per play to KC's 6.6. 6. 
I do not know, but what I do know is how they lost it with a critical Davis Mills fumble at the death forced by Frank Clark. The extremely hot right now, Jarek McKinnon ran in his fifth touchdown in three weeks to win it for the Chiefs. Traded him for him a couple of weeks ago. Well done. Put him in the team last week. Brilliant. Masterful move. Smart move by Thanks, you. Well, well. That's very smart. Uh, and Houston finds yet another way to hurt their poor fans. And PS Chiefs, let's start showing something now. This is starting to get a little bit worried. Nah, I wouldn't worry. They'll win out the rest of the season. They'll All be right. fine. Sweet. Well, the Patriots, Hawley, because they didn't today. They lost oh, 24 mate. to the Raiders, oh, 30. I do now, not understand. We should have put this in our long game review. <laughs> we just need to talk about that last play. Is that the worst error you've it's, ever seen in the NFL? It's a spur of the moment. Like, you don't throw a 20-yard lateral to the least athletic player on your team. Like, I, I guess... So, can I just set the stage while you... Go feel, for it. I don't understand. We're confounded here, but it was 24-24. There was seven seconds left, and Patriots run one more play. And you just think they're going to run out the clock. I thought they are going to take a knee and just run out the clock and get to overtime and then try and win it there. They decide to run it. Ramondre Stevenson goes about 30 yards, and then he gets towards the sideline, and you think, oh, he's going to go out of bounds. He doesn't. He laterals it back to Jacoby Myers, the wide receiver, who then turns around and tries to go across the field to his quarterback, Mac Jones, about 20 yards backwards. Chandler Jones for the Raiders is there. He just takes an uncontested mark, gives a <laughs> Dustin Martin fend-off to Mac Jones and waltzes into the end zone to win it in the most unnecessary turnover in history. Holy. But, mate, also to Mac, like, according to Wikipedia, you're six foot four and 98 kilos, mate. Your season's on the line. You're the quarterback. If you want to keep your job... Tackle? Lay a tackle and stop the ball. <laughs> oh, no. stop, stop him, mate. Like... This is this because your career right here. You lost that game. You probably don't make playoffs now. You take that to overtime and you win. You're a hero. And it's such a consequential loss. Such a consequential loss. If they Ridiculous. won that, they would have been on level on wins. With but Miami. what about the TD? His foot was out of bounds to start with. How can the refs call that a TD? For Keelan Cole for the Raiders, yeah, I, I was very that. confused as to how that didn't mm. get overturned. Like I was listening to the comment because I was trying to watch it on YouTube, but you couldn't because of copyright. So you could just see like the outer border of the. Of, of, of the game but you Professional could, preppers all those But you could hear the commentary And they all said Oh that's clearly going to be overturned It's out of bounds And then, then the ref comes in Yeah touchdown confirmed Blah blah How do you get the rest of your highlights? Do you download them off LimeWire? <laughs> no I get too many viruses <laughs> Viruses aren't from LimeWire mm. Alright Titans and Chargers Doss um, if you want to revisit that error and just blow off more steam later on the show, Hawley, I'd understand because I still can't oh, believe it. Titans and Chargers. Chargers won 17 over the Tennessee Titans 14. Big, big win for the Chargers, particularly in the context of the Patriots' lost us. Very important. Uh, Herbert didn't have the best game, uh, but he marched the ball down the field critically. Last drive of the game, made some big plays, two big catches to Mike Williams on that final drive. Helped set up the game-winning field goal, Kurt. Uh, they've won, Chargers now won three of their last four. They had that awful loss uh, to the Raiders going back about three weeks ago. They won't win their division, but they have a lot of offensive power to make the wild card spot and make some noise in that AFC. They're a team that can go on the road in the playoffs and win. And if I'm Tennessee, though, uh, one game ahead of the Jaguars now, uh, Curtis, and they should be nervous because outside of Derrick Henry, there's not much on mm-hmm. offense. Ryan Tannehill was awful again. I've had enough of Tannehill. Titans uh, have the Texans next week, then Dallas, and then they finish with the Jags, and the winner of that uh, should win the division. Big, big game in week 18. Wrapping up this link, Bing, the Bengals 34, the Bucks 23. The Bucks led 14-3 at halftime. The Bengals' offense looked awful. They were nowhere, but then it clicked. 
just as Tampa Bay found every possible way to turn the ball over. Joe Burrow threw four second-half touchdowns, including one to each of the three-headed monster in Boyd, Chase, and Higgins. Brady threw three touchdowns, two interceptions, two touchdowns to Russell Gage in a game where they somehow lost when they had more passing yards, rushing yards, first downs, and a yards per play average uh, advantage of 5.7 to 3.8 over the Bengals. The Bucks somehow still lead the NFC South at 6 and 8. Later today, Rams and Packers will be back with some naughty and nice lists. It's Christmas coming up, boys. Oh, yeah. All right, gents. It is... What's Tuesday? Christmas is Sunday. Mm. Five sleeps till Christmas. Pretty exciting. Five sleeps till Christmas. Very exciting indeed. I know you uh, got some... Presents on the weekend, Doss. Oh, yeah. had a little family gathering. <laughs> yeah, we we yeah caught up with the in-laws on the on the weekend, and mm. we exchanged gifts. Uh, it was a good good Sunday afternoon, actually. Food was good. Yeah, presents good. Oh yeah, I got some nice nice gifts. I got a couple what, of other what did you get? gifts that Doss. probably weren't weren't quite as uh, <laughs> weren't, weren't quite as good, but that's all right. Thirty-two. Yes. Mm. No, 32. 33? 33. Mm. Yeah. Still complaining about Christmas gifts. It's a thought that counts, mate. <laughs> well, look, it, yeah, the thought that counts. Maybe an off-air the, conversation. There's, there's also uh, uh, time wasting and stuff as well. <laughs> time wasting. All right. <laughs> Let's get on to our naughty and nice lists. Two each, two naughties, two nices. Who's, I guess... Your, your football Santa. Who's pleased you and who's displeased you, Holly? Do you want to kick us off with a naughty? Yeah, I think JT's been a little bit naughty this year. <laughs> he has been he's a bit been naughty. So yeah, naughty. He's been naughty. The, all the fantasy teams around the globe. Number yeah. one, consensus number one pick. Very naughty. And then he's coming into playoffs and like, ooh, I'm injured. First week of playoffs. Yeah, like, selfish. come on, big fella. Even before that, you're averaging like 13 for the year, 13 points mm. for the year. Like, it's just, that's naughty, JT. Christmas is a time for giving, and he's given us <laughs> he's nothing. He's not given much. Yep. He's, I'm very he's... glad. Remember that trade that I rejected? I got offered yes. Jackson, JT, and a second rounder for Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I got greedy and tried to squeeze more out and of it. And you didn't get the trade through, and you'd then, be happy about that now. Yeah, I, no joke. That kept me up for about an hour in bed that night. <laughs> I thought, I've ruined this. And then now, Jackson's injured, and it's JT's injured. pretty well for you, mate. Been yeah, very, JT. Very lucky. Killed, killed all my start of, Paddy, start of season been nice. predictions. Paddy's been really good. Well, Yes, very solid. Uh, Doss, give us a give us a naughty. Well, yeah. Do we uh, want some Christmas music? And like, <laughs> we've got any. Yeah. All right. Any yeah. naughty music? All right, Doss. There we go. Bit of jingle bells karaoke in the background. There we go. Now, who's on your naughty list, Doss? Ah, oh, well, oh yeah, the the Packers general management and front office. <laughs> the Packers. Ah. <laughs> oh. You know, they'd never replaced Devontae Adams with a prominent free agent wide receiver. Christian Watson, he's been good the last few games, Curtis. Mm. But let's face it, he's really only been good once the season's been pretty much over for the Packers. And the Packers' defense, all the first round draft picks, filled with all of this supposed elite talent that everyone was talking about, box office defense, they've been atrocious, especially against the run game. They've been terrible. So the entire the Packers organization, including Aaron Rodgers, have been naughty this year. Been poor all season. Naughty. <laughs> been so naughty. I love Aaron. how seriously he delivers the naughty line too. Um, I've got someone who's been naughty, Derek Carr. I think now he's not a naughty boy generally. He's quite a nice, nice man it seems. But you know why he's been naughty? It's because he hasn't lived up to his part of the deal. Mark Davis said, "All right, I'll get you the best receiver in the game. Here's a Christmas present, Devonte Adams." 
close on nicely early, from your point. Early Josh Christian. Jacobs said, yeah, I'll become the league's leading rusher. And Adams has done his bit too, fourth in the league for yards and leading the league in touchdowns. All Derek Carr had to do was just get a little bit better. Just be a little bit nicer this year. And you know what? He hasn't. He's gotten a bit worse, I reckon. In clutch moments, hasn't been good enough. He got lucky on uh, Monday in the worst error from New England that we've ever seen, as we discussed just before. He's a nice man, seems to be of great character, but he is on my naughty list this year. Holy. Uh, well, I was naughty, fellas. Oh, what does that mean? I told a friend to drop Jalen Warren from her fantasy team and add Rex Burkhead. She went on to lose her playoff game. She would have won if she kept Jalen Warren in the team. Why did you advise anyone to add Rex Burkhead? Oh, because he's going to be the lead lead running back this week in Houston. Pierce has been okay. And when, Beck, when Rex Burkhead has been the lead back, he's been okay. And she had Stevenson, who looked like he was out this week. So I said, get Burkhead. And she sent me a team and said, who do, you, who do I drop? And I said, oh, well, Warren's on your bench. Just drop him. Oh boy! As it turns out, she would have played Warren instead of Burkhead and would have won her playoff game. Not only was Burkhead not the leading rusher, he didn't have a single rush. <laughs> Royce Freeman, Davis Mills, uh, <laughs> Dare Ogunbowale, and Jeff Driscoll all out. He was predicted. He was projected to have fourteen and a half points this week. Wowzers! That's mm. why you don't trust the projections. That's, I made, I made you good, should be on the naughty list. I made though. a good trade though. Mm-hmm. I picked up Burkhead on the waivers in another league, and mm-hmm. someone offered me um, CD for Juju and Burkhead because they were desperate for a running back. Say that again. They offered me C.D. Lamb. Yes. For Juju and Rex Burkhead because they were desperate wow. for a running back. They just didn't have a running back. Oh, my gosh. That's an awful Yeah, trade. he said, well, it helps both of us and I need a running back. It only helps one of you. <laughs> <laughs> it only helped one of us, yeah. All right, give us someone on the nice list. Oh, the nice list. Yeah. Oh, fellas. <laughs> it's my boy, Fieldsy. <laughs> he is on the nice list, yeah. Mate, third QB in history to rush for 1,000 yards. Yep. He is going before. to be an absolute fantasy stud for years to come. Mm. And he's been he's ended up <laughs> hmm. third QB ever to, <laughs> to rush for a hundred a thousand yards yeah, in a oh, season. Yes. Great, great season. Yeah, yes. I gave him a little pat on the back earlier in the episode. Well he's done. starting to come good. He's 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 been a good boy of late. Doss, <laughs> give us someone on your nice list. Nice list. So the rise new contenders for a Super Bowl. So Bills, no Super Bowl wins, largely irrelevant since their four Super Bowl losses and the Scott Norwood misfield goal wide right. Uh, 49ers, whilst they have made a couple of Super Bowls, haven't won one since 1995. The Vikings, they've never had a Super Bowl win. Four appearances in the 70s with Mm -hmm. the uh, purple uh, people-eater machine there. Uh, but never had a title win like the Bills, so those two cities never had one. Lions, never never been a Super Bowl win ever. Been in the playoffs only 12 times in 63 years, Curtis. And the Bengals, two appearances in the 80s for losses and last year, of course, but no title. So mm. could we see one of those nice teams uh, get a title for the first time? I like that. I like that. Uh, Hooli, I've got... Oh, no, I'll save that naughty too late. I'll, I'll do a nice now. And nice for me, and this is flipping the script on what I said in the game reviews, is the entire NFC South, right, for being nice enough to give us a completely wide open division <laughs> with three weeks to go. Bucks on six and eight, everyone else on five and nine. They're all so nice that they've constantly been giving each other the division on a silver platter, but they're all too polite to take it. No, you take it. No, no, you have it. And every time they're declining it, and I cannot wait to see Sam Darnold in the playoffs. What <laughs> <laughs> are the ultimate nice boys. Give us another naughty, Holly. Uh, no, I only had two naughties. Oh. I had oh, myself myself and JT were my naughties. Oh, yeah. Sorry, give us a nice name. Fieldsy was nice. And the Jags, baby. Yeah, the Jags nice. are nice at the moment. And Lawrence is he's bowling out now. 
He, uh, what is it? Last four weeks, they've won three or four, beaten Baltimore, Tennessee, and Dallas. Threw for 318 and four TDs today, 368 and three last week. Mm. Like, he's coming good now. Oh, yeah. Like, he's really coming good. And their team's still not great. Yeah. Oh, give him another. Is, is five and eight enough to be on the nice list? Six and eight. Six and eight. Sorry. They beat Jets next week, and they're seven and eight. Yeah. That's a pretty. I mean, I'm saying oh, it's a win, isn't it? Their last their last month has shown that next year I think they'll be pretty successful. Doug Pedersen is basically Santa to those Jags fans. Yeah, Con- considering where they were at last <laughs> oh, yeah. year, yeah. where it looked like they're in a hole. And Urban Meyer is the Grinch. They could easily <laughs> come out of this season going, you know, point five hundred. They could indeed. Give us another nice Stoss. Another nice. Yeah. To me, Curtis, the weather has been too nice. Oh, where is the cold and snowy games? There was a yeah. bit of snow at the back end of the Buffalo-Miami game. You love a blizzard mid-game. I, I do. I, what, Mid-December, and I've hardly seen a snowflake <laughs> come true. down yet. Yeah, Buffalo had that snowstorm a few weeks ago. Ah, oh, we'll move the game to Detroit. We can't play yeah. in that. You know, there was a bit of snow on the weekend. Fans throwing snowballs onto the field was about as much snow. Naughty. That's naughty. That's naughty. naughty. That was was naughty. I like that. But I want some snowy games in this last couple. This week, Christmas weekend. This week. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Can it be um, defensive pass interference if a fan throws a snowball (laughs) into your helmet as you're trying to catch? (laughs) Like, does that count? Ah, there were a few well-aimed throws. That was. Yeah, sconed a couple of noggins. <laughs> <laughs> I love it with a touchdown though, and then just the snow coming in from the fans thrown. It's fantastic. More of that. Yes, I agree. Uh, I've got a, another naughty, and that's Bill Belichick for not addressing his offensive and defensive coordinator situation. Because now you get a guy like Matt Patricia, who uh, Doss is convinced orchestrated oh, the play. Should not have a job. Kobe Myers NFL. throwing it directly to Chandler. He shouldn't have had a job <laughs> after he well, got what is sacked. What's the rule if they? Is Mac allowed to throw that forward? Because he didn't throw it forward initially. Yeah, if they have, I'm pretty sure if you haven't thrown it forward at all, you get to. No matter if if you cross the line. No, no, that's no. Sorry, no. they had passed the line of scrimmage, so they can't. Yeah, throw they can't throw throw so I don't know what would have possibly happened. Mac would just what? Mac's going to rip off a 70 yard run. Well, that's what I thought. You take it 20 yards, everyone Lumbering. pushes to one side, throw it back to him, then he finds someone on the other side. But, but obviously, well, look, I'm ultimately he's the head of the uh, coaching of the organisation, so I'm putting the naughtiness on Bill. But they all contributed, all those fellas. I'm not convinced, Doss, that it was a Matt Patricia play. I just think the boys panicked. I think they just got there and thought, what do we do? And they flipped it around for absolutely no reason. But you see, after the first pass, basically. Trisha on the sideline he's clapping his hands like well done this is what we want and then and then it ends up with Chandler Jones who's done the first thing since he's been at the Raiders on his hundred million dollar contract pretty good thing though well that was a hundred million dollars of entertainment right there considering he's had one sack for the season or something like that you got any more for us us, I've got one naughty go and it's the uh, the Seattle Seahawks front office for fleecing the Denver Broncos (laughs) It was very naughty. The Seahawks players were <laughs> off on Wilson. They'd had enough of him. You know, Wilson was moaning and groaning about Pete Carroll. Don't like the play calling or the offensive schemes. He's not letting me throw the ball enough. It was all about Russell Wilson in Seattle. No other players got the credit. The locker room was off of him. So they turfed him out. But well, they traded him out uh, there for a 22 and a 23 first round draft pick. It's a nasty that, trick. That 2022 pick at the moment is about a pick three. Could get a franchise quarterback to replace your boy Gino there, uh, Curtis. They got Noah Fant as well as part of that uh, deal, Seattle. And he's on track for his best season in yeah. the NFL, uh, Kurt. And Russell Wilson is easily having his worst season in the NFL. 11 touchdowns, 6 picks, completing only 60% of his passes. And I'm not sure we may see him again for the rest of the season. No, I don't think so. Not after that nasty hit, but that's a great one, Doss. I'll wrap this up. The nice list, 
there's a few. The Boat Builders Yard, Cluggus, all of our loyal listeners throughout the year, everybody who follows us on Insta and Twitter, plus our great guests that we've had on. You've all made a very special year, and you boys as well. It's not the end of the episode, but oh. I'm crescendoing here to a nice little transition. I just want to say thank you to everyone. You're all on my nice list. You've made it a very enjoyable first year of this podcast, and there's many, many more to come. We'll be right back with some in-depth games. We always do this, lads. Two games that we want to go through in a little bit more detail. It was very hard to choose the two games this week because there were so many crazy ones. I can't believe... Uh, we wedged the Minnesota and Indianapolis uh, comeback of all history, of all time, <laughs> into the quick roundup. But we do have two very important games to talk about. The Cowboys and the Jags, Matt Maven. The Jags got it done, 40-34. to 34. They looked done. They did. And they came back led by Trevor Lawrence and they are still a sniff in the playoff hunt. The Cowboys blew a 17-point lead in this game, fellas. You would have hated that. Oh, I loved every (laughs) second of it. They were lucky to beat the Texans last week. The Texans, the worst team in football, but the Texans should have won that game. Dak Prescott, 23 of 30, 256 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He's now thrown 11 interceptions on the season and Mm. he's only played nine games. So Mm. keep that. Your boy, who you said would ball out this year, uh, Hawley. Now, outside of CeeDee Lamb, though, Chris... Who had 126 yards? Noah Brown with a couple of TDs. There wasn't really much else going on for the uh, Dallas wide receivers today. Um, but this game again shows a different character and uh, I guess culture that Doug Pederson has brought uh, to the Jags um, this season, Curtis, and and turned it around. Trevor Lawrence, so to your point, uh, Chris, in your in your nice saying the Jags were in their last segment. Uh, four touchdowns. Eddie N had 103 yards on the on the ground today, who you like as well. Zay Jones, haven't heard of him. Three touchdowns, 109 yards. Haven't heard of him. Well, I'd say haven't heard of him. I mean, yeah, that's a big game for him. Three touchdowns, 109 yards. It is a huge up. game for him. He he um he crossed over from the Raiders. He's actually been a very sneakily good pickup. Just like Christian Kirk has been better than everybody thought he would be. Zay yeah. Jones was sort of everyone mocked the Jaguars when they took him as their wide receiver two or three in free agency yeah. after not doing much of the Raiders. But he's he's been really good. Well, he's been. Okay. I mean, this is certainly if you want to call it a breakout game for him. Uh, Kirk had ninety two yards as you met, and Evan Engram again popping up. He he contributed again. But let's go to the last quarter here, mm-hmm. fellas. Now Lawrence. Uh, Micah Parsons stripped him a fumble yes. uh, after Dallas had hit the lead and then Dallas had the ball at about midfield with a minute 38 left. Why would you, on third and 10, throw the ball, incomplete pass, stop the clock, even if you run the ball, you force Jacksonville to use the last of their timeouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go into their final drive with no timeouts after you punt. That is terrible play calling. By Mike McCarthy and, and your boy Kellen Moore on the sideline there in Dallas. I don't Who know why you would year. do that. Well, they've had a good year, but they didn't have a good good series today. And then the uh, the overtime, the interception by Dak yep. uh, throwing. Now some of our was not so much. It uh, wasn't so much his fault, but still it will go down to him. And then the pick six um, made me smile. Forty to thirty four, and that Dallas defense forty points conceded today, Curtis. Mm, yes, and just shaky. They Just are. They were shaky. shaky. Uh, look, I know you're delighting in the Cowboys' loss, but the takeaway for me, and Hawley, you've touched on this already, is the Jags. I mean, they. I said this, I think, last week. If they make playoffs, mm. beware the Jags because they they're the kind of team that, on a run, sort of like the Detroit Lions, they can beat. I wouldn't say anyone on their day, but a lot of teams on their day. So they, they got the tie, they've got the tiebreaker over Tennessee. They beat them last week. Yeah, and they play them last game of the season. 
Yep. So they have to win that game. So the winner so of that division, there won't, have, there won't be a wild card in that division. So yeah, they're still, they're still two that. games back from playoffs. Yeah. But So things have to go right for them. But their draw is pretty soft. Uh, Theirs is. Too, and so. Titans play. I think they've got Houston this week and then they got Dallas. Uh, right. Sorry, Titans have Texans next week. Then they go to Dallas and then they've got the Jags in the last week. Are they so. two games back or one game back from Tennessee? They're two games back at the moment. Oh, no, they're one game no, back. No, one sorry. game. Yeah, after that. So seven and seven and six and eight. Wow, they really are in this. Yeah. That's huge. Okay, Holy, you had a look at the Commanders and the Giants. Of course, two weeks ago, these two teams played, the NFC East rivals with a very similar record, and they had a tie, 20 each. Today, it was the New York Giants getting it done in Washington, 20 to 12. And it was a pretty good finish. And first off, the illegal, I think it was a legal formation call on Terry McLaurin. Now, did anyone, did anyone, did anyone see what happened? How he's standing on the sideline and talking, confirming with the referee. The ref. He pointed yes. to the ref, pointed to himself twice. Got the. You can't confirm whether or not the ref said yes. That's all good. You're in a good spot. But then they, the ref end up throwing a flag. Sorry, legal formation. Obviously, the touchdown went in, and they don't get through. So I don't know if I don't know what the rules are in the NFL. Whether or not you can say to the referee, "Am I in the right spot?" and they have to answer you or not, or what the goal is. But that's pretty stiff. The other part is, mate, Henneke was in. Two-yard line, went out of bounds. I don't know if you watched it, but Dotson pulled out of a block. He was in front mm. of Henneke. Could have just gone in, just bodied the guy, put his body on the line. Henneke finds a lane, he's in for the TD. But all he did, he put his arm out and then walked away. This is Didn't this want a bar of Thibodeau. Didn't want to go near him. I'm like, okay. Well, I would have been scared of Thibodeau. I would be scared of him today. as well. But all you do is just go go to his waist. And this go came just, just after we were pumping up Dotson for how, well, how good he looks on the, on the WhatsApp. And then he, he pulled out of block the block. And, and it hurt them. And that, that, would, or that would have been a TD. You have to convert the two-point sure. play. But uh, yeah, Giants, Giants got lucky in the end winning this game in terms of, in terms of how that game finished off. And um, Robinson and Barkley were both... You know, decent in terms of rushing. I think they had around 90 yards each. Um, I think Barkley put one in for a TD. Just keeps rolling, the big fella. And the QBs are both both had similar games. They were pretty well boring game managers. But the Giants, uh, their season is well and truly alive, fellas. And it might make our playoff look a little bit easier tonight. I think so. But, I mean, I'll, I'll just push back on one thing. That is, I don't think Taylor Heineke is a game manager. I think he's a guy who takes risks beyond his talent. And he <laughs> there's a, there's a couple of odd today, There was that fumble as well, Curtis, in yep. the last quarter there. And yep. I think the commander's record is better than they are. They're not, they're, they're not a team in my mind that is good enough to still be in contention. And I think some of the things that have been going their way started to go against them today. And... Look, the New York Giants aren't a great team either, but on balance, I f- still feel they're slightly better. If they could just get one wide receiver who is any good, Jones Giants, is just doing enough. He's not. He's not turning the ball. He's not doing anything damaging, but he's not turning the ball over. If, no. if he was th- if he was having one TD and two picks, or no TDs and two picks, or a fumble here and there, then you'd, the Giants would be in strife. But he's not. He's controlling Correct. the ball. He's he's not taking any risks when you know he's he's gone. What was today? Five yards per throw today. Mm. Like it's nothing, but you win the game and you manage it. Whereas, yeah, probably like you said, Taylor's a little more. When it comes off for Heineke, it comes off. But we have to mention too today, um, Kayvon Thibodeau's performance, particularly early. That strip sack. He got the sack, the strip, the fumble recovery and the touchdown. 12 tackles, a sack, three tackles for loss. It was a big day for big Kayvon. All right, we're going to be back with some contenders and pretenders and we're going through 
everybody's votes from Instagram. So this is a fan segment. We'll All the back. votes from the weekend? Uh, <laughs> 95% of the votes. Right. We've already covered that uh, last gotcha. post. <laughs> I was trying to find the Giants' remaining schedule. I forgot to mention, Tony Gibson's gone. All right, gents, contenders and pretenders. We've had the Instagram followers vote. Many, many of them, 200 plus on these polls, which they're just getting great traction, the polls at the moment. I want your very quick opinion. So I'm going to bring these up here. And... Oh, come on. More edits. Giants got the Vikings next game. Pats would have been equal with Miami at 8-6. So. All right, we're going to start with an easy one. Well, so I thought the Buffalo Bills, contender or pretender, Doss? And Con- I'm talking contender for the Super Bowl. Oh, contender. Contender. 84% of our followers said contender. 16% said pretender. I, I, I couldn't believe that. That's Maybe very it's, high. Well, they'd be Chiefs fans. It would they just need some good receivers. <laughs> That's right. Don't go there, Ollie. Some good receivers. That's a reference yeah. to last week's episode for those who haven't listened. Now, this was before this week's slate of games. Miami Dolphins, it was exactly 50 50 on the Instagram. Dos, contender, contender, pretender. No, they're a pretender. They're a good team, but they're a pretender. I still believe they're a contender. Really? I think their offense can, can load up. They'll be able to win big games if they need to. Okay, interesting. I reckon they are a pretender. The Jets, 22% contender. Jets are a pretender. Jets are not a contender. Patriots. Move on. They're 13% on the Insta. We know they're pretenders. The Kansas City Chiefs, this was the best or second best result. 91% said contender. You boys agree? Absolutely. Yes. Any doubts no, with these games contender. that are close run at the moment? Should I be worried? Uh, I think they're just looking forward to playoffs. Okay, just just chilling until then. Yep. they got the Seahawks next week, Curtis. They'll be fine there. And then they got the Raiders. They finish off. Might give them some grief. They got the Broncos in there. They'll be fine. They'll Los Angeles Chargers is an interesting one. Are they any chance of winning the Super Bowl, Holy? If they get a run, I don't think that they will be able to beat Kansas City or Buffalo. And I think I think Miami will give them a, a run for their money. No, let alone Cincinnati. I don't think they're as good as KC, Cincinnati, or Buffalo. Correct. Agreed. Pretender. 28% said contender on the Insta. The Ravens, I don't think they're a contender at all. 37% said yes, but I think they're in not trouble. At, not, not at the moment. Bengals, 73% said contender. There's a bit of love for De- Joe Burrow and the boys. Definitely contender. And there should be. They are a contender. Titans, we all think they're a pretender. We've said that all year. 86% agree with us. The Eagles, now this one surprised me. We absolutely, obviously think they're right in there, Right. Only 81% of our followers said that they're content. Now, is that just general Philadelphia Eagles hate? I think they're they're, they're new at being good. They're unproven. They haven't been like, they haven't got the history of a KC or Cincinnati were good last year or Buffalo KC have been good the last few years. So you think, all right, they're there, they're they're, they're, they're there to win. Whereas Philly are like, oh, look, Philly are just on a good streak and they're winning. Mm. And Hertz has had one playoff game and got absolutely run out of town in that playoff game. That was a different team and he was a different man then. But I'm still saying there's no... It's, there's all, there's no all, it's all you've got to base is play yeah, runoff. that's yeah. right. But I, I think they're definitely a contender in my book. But they are, yeah. But I can see why 19% might be worried. Now, this one was split 50-50, the Dallas Cowboys. Doss, I know you'll say pretender, so I'll throw to you, <laughs> Hawley. Are they any chance of getting it together and winning the Super Bowl? Oh, I think they've got the tools there with that, especially offensively. Like Their, their defense is very good as well. 
Um, but with Dak, Tony Pollard, Elliot, CD, like they've got the tools to be a mm-hmm. contender. So I'll put them up there as, as a contender. I reckon they're just on the borderline of being a contender. Mm. I reckon they just tip into that category, but only, only just. The Commanders, 87% said pretender. I know we all agree here. Same with the Giants, 82% pretender. I don't think they'll do any damage. This was the one that surprised me the most out of everyone. The 49ers, 84% of people think that they are a contender for the Super Bowl. So you've got 84% three, believe in Brock Purdy. 3% more than the Eagles. You're real down on Brock no, Purdy. No, I tell yeah. you, I'm not down on Brock Purdy. It's that everyone else is too up on Brock Purdy. That's oh, what it is. I, I'm up on just the 49ers as a team. Yeah. And he's part of that. Their defense is head and shoulders above anyone else in terms of points against. 210 points against. The next mm-hmm. closest is, I think, Buffalo at 250. Mm-hmm. So they're flying. That's significant. They're flying. The 49 If Brock can... Brock just needs to have a Flacco playoff series. That's right. That's all he needs. They win, yeah. But I'd love, I know, I'd I know, love for the Niners to win and oh, just love sit it. there I'd, with you and watch it. No, I'd love it. I wouldn't be upset. This is nothing personal. It's just like I'm not going to cry when Geno Smith gets bundled out of the playoffs. I'm not <laughs> upset personally by it. I don't live and die by this. But my just my point is that everyone is so up on him at the moment, and it's just been a very small sample size. And I just, I mean, you say oh, all he needs to do is a Joe Flacco playoff series. Joe Flacco kept it very clean throughout an entire playoff run and he had experience under his belt. He'd, he'd earned his spot there. He worked his way to that point. Sure, he wasn't an Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, no. but he was good enough to do the job in the biggest moments. But he also, the Ravens had a very, very good defense that sure year. Did. And the 49ers also have a they elite do indeed. defense. So what could get them there? I'd love the story more than anyone. I'm just saying pump the brakes, that's all. But, hey, 84% of the Instagram followers think Purdy's the man. Seahawks, they don't, they don't think Gino's the man. 18% contender. We'll, uh, we'll Wait, you're not that. going with pretend, uh, contender, are you? No, nah, they're not a contender. I don't think they'll even make playoffs from here. Um, still doesn't mean they should draft the quarterback. But anyway, <laughs> Vikings split 50-50. <clears throat> th- and as that's the most Vikings thing ever. When they're 10-3, and three, only half of the people out there think they can compete. 11-3, and three, Curtis. This was at, at the time. Oh, sorry. Three, apologize. Yes. Yeah, and almost 10-4 and four, somehow made it 11-3. Mm. and three. I think Pretender, based on their points, point differential, they're 11-3, they're, they're and, and yet they're only plus two. Mm. I'd expect to see a little bit more of a... Dominant point differential there. Oh yeah, I mean it's an extraordinary statistic. If you want to be a so when they've contender. lost, they've been beat up Pumped. badly by good teams. I think I just want to see them go well. I want to see them go deep. I think mm. the the when the Maybe offense you're gets going, the Kirk Cousins. I've always liked wave. Kirk Cousins. I just like him. See, I, 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 Miami's point differential is only one. That they're plus one as well. And what uh what I say, Vikings were plus two. I just think Miami Miami's defense yeah, uh, offense is just a little bit more. Miami are eight at the and six. Like the Vikings are now 11 and 3. Yeah. They've won three more games than what Miami has. Exactly. <laughs> Extraordinary stuff. Now, the Lions, only 23% said contender. That was before they beat the Jets. Doss, can, have they got a Super Bowl oh. run in them? I don't, no, I don't think they've got a Super Bowl run in them, but can they jag a win on the road week one of the playoffs in a wild yes, card? I they think can. they can. Yeah. Gee, that'd be a story, wouldn't it? That would be an absolute story. Dan Campbell's boys. Jared Goff, redemption after the losing Super Bowl. Can we work off. out? Can we work out somehow who they would play very quickly? Is there like a? Uh, yeah, you can. It depends. <laughs> it, it depends on the wild card. Yeah, where it all falls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kick, 
no, I was going to say the Kansas City Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're oh. an absolute pretender, even with Tom Brady. Like every right? part of me wants to say they're a contender, but I just can't do it. They just I, every week I wait for them to get better, and they just have not oh. gotten better. They're done. They looked okay for a half today. Only a quarter of our followers think they have a chance. And then we get to the Panthers, 10%. I had to put them in because they're mathematically possible. <laughs> the Falcons, 6%. Um, that, you know, I was thinking about this during the week. I, may, I tipped them to go 115 and 1. They're obviously, they've won five games already. But there probably will be a team that goes 115 and 1. I just picked the wrong team. Yeah. <laughs> the, Texans, yeah, yeah. the Texans are 112 <laughs> and 1. That's impressive. Yep. <laughs> And then uh, hot or not. Oh, I gave you a bit too much credit before. I said 70% hot, 65% hot. Oh, it's dipped. It's Sorry, mate. Disappointing. Yeah. That we made Only a few shadow accounts just to say no. <laughs> anyway, that's contenders and pretenders. There's still a few very intriguing storylines to unfold. We're going to be back on Thursday, gents. We have a big show coming up. The final playoff lock. It's still not that much easier because even though the Giants won, there's three teams, the Lions, the Seahawks and the Commanders that realistically are a crack at that last spot in the NFC. We'll go through that. We're going to go through all I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is dot, dot, dot. The state of play of the league at the moment plus the league leaders will get you up to date with all the information you need to know going into week 16 of the NFL season. Doss, any final words before we uh, go home and then come back to Hawley's place on Thursday? It's a big week. It's Christmas week. It's all happening. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. We've got podcast recordings left, right and (laughs) centre. Busy week. That's a great segue, actually, because, Hawley, um, we tried to do a promo for this pre-show. I think it was a little messy, so we'll cut that out. We'll do this now. The King's Christmas message, our very first, our only ever non-NFL show of the podcast. It's going to be released Christmas Eve at this stage. We're going to record it on the 23rd. Tell us about it. Are we looking for a, you know, maybe I'll release my own podcast in between the Outback quarterback if it it gathers a bit of, you know, a bit of steam, if if it's popular. Let's... Let's say this. If you get, sorry, if the King's Christmas message, the, the, this episode coming up, gets oh. triple the listens of, we'll regu- keep, of the average of the Outback quarterback We'll keep podcast, doing them until it drops. We'll do one every two months. And what are we doing? Well, it's, just, it's just a general chat. It's, well, it's a chat about life. What if, we, about if, life. if you want us to talk about something, email in. Absolutely. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody, any questions for Hawley? In fact, we'll put it on the Instagram tonight. We're going to record that right now. We're going we're gonna to get a little promo of you on Instagram asking the people for questions, things about life, advice, anything they want to hear going into 2023. Wrap up 2022. What have you learned, Hawley? Some of the things you've learned this year and throughout your life. You too, Doss. Me too. We'll all be imparting some wisdom. It's going to be unmissable listening. I, I can't can guarantee wait. you. And uh, might have, what, a little beverageino or two? Yeah, I'll definitely have a couple, mate. Yeah, you got some secret special drink. It's making me very nervous. Uh, don't be nervous about it. Okay. Couple of Voddy beers. Voddy beers. <laughs> yeah. These are your beers, Kurt? These are our beers. Is it, it's not a cheap white wine, is it, Doss? No. I think it's going to be quite nice. We'll be all right. Oh, very good. Okay. Look forward to that. We'll pump it up again on Thursday. So if you're sick of hearing about it already, well, never fear. You'll hear more about it on the Thursday episode. Thanks very much, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in just a couple of days' time. Bye, guys. See you, guys. Oh, my goodness. Bears season's going to end on a double doink. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fired. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. He runs to the 50. He runs to the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Like if you've been working on for, for like four days and that's all you get and the going gets tough, if it's that tough, just quit. As he shoots the moon to the fans here in Green Bay. That is...
is a disgusting act by Randy Moss. Why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Hey, you better make more with your time. You only got three more minutes.